Well, it is a technological world. There is no denying that. Blaine Kylo is our access to understanding it. Solocore.com. Blainer, um, how's it going? How's uh, life on the West Coast? Yeah, it's pretty good here. And we're getting some proper spring, almost summer weather. So the, we've got a bit of warmth in the air finally. Nice. Good stuff. All right, let's get to it because we have a lot to do here. We don't want to miss out. We have some gaming. We have some technology to chat about today. Where are you taking us first? Uh, by the way, John, I'll make sure you turn off Ryan's microphone because there is Lego coming up. We need to make sure uh, Ryan's going to get all excited here. <laughs> well, you know, I have the luxury of talking about lots of different things and I tend to talk about things that I think are fun and are good and are exciting. I tend not to get into things and spend a lot of time on the things that aren't so good. But I have talked so much about Redfall in the past few months, which is the game from Arcane published by Bethesda, which is now part of Microsoft and Xbox. This is the vampire game where you end up on an island and vampires have kind of taken over. And I've been talking about it so much because Arcane makes really great games. They made a game called Prey. They made um, wow, one that came out very recently that I really liked that we played and it's just completely escaped my head. Oh, but, you're getting older. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> it's, it's a terrible thing. <laughs> Welcome to real life. But Arcane makes good games. Bethesda makes good games. And Redfall, we had every expectation was going to fit into the same category. And Ryan's Redfall, loop. sadly... Deathloop is the one. Thank you. Deathloop was wicked fun. Uh, Prey was really good. The Dishonored series from Arcane, a fantastic set of games. Redfall does not live up to the expectations that were created by Arcane's earlier games. Huh. And I'm talking about it because I've talked about it so much, I needed to set the record straight. Um, there are some great things here. The acting is solid. The The background of the story and the four characters they get to choose from are actually interesting. They've got these supernatural backstories. The environment and the aesthetic and the artwork is exactly Arcane's thing. It's not uninteresting to explore this island that you get thrown into. The problem with Redfall is the combat mechanics are loose. The enemies are mindless zombies as opposed to vampires. They just don't react in any interesting way. Um, and while the four characters themselves are distinct, there's no differentiation when you play them. So playing one feels like playing the other. And that's just not what we expect from a game where you get this kind of choice. There's performance issues with the animation. And while the world looks great, there's just not enough filling it in. There's too many spaces. There's too much empty inside this world. So if you've got an Xbox Game Pass subscription, this is available to you for free. It might be worth a try if you really like vampire stories. But otherwise, it's best to take a pass and let's just cross our fingers that the next game coming from Bethesda, another one that we've been talking about called Starfield, um, won't suffer the same fate. Hmm. Well, that's heartbreaking. You were excited about this one. Yeah, but you know what? William Goldman, screenwriter guy who you know wrote some of the best screenplays ever, Butch Casting, Sundance Kid, The Princess Bride, in one of his books, he t 
talks about how difficult it is because there are so many people that come together to make movies, how difficult it is to actually get a really good movie. That's true for games too. There are so many moving parts. There's so much going on. Nobody sets out to make a bad game, but sometimes it happens. Mm -hmm. Well, and you can't make everyone happy all the time either. That's one of those welcome to life um, things that's going on. Okay. Lego. Lego. We got to talk about it. Bricktails is not a new game. This is something that came out for Mac OS, Nintendo Switch, PS4, 5, it, all, Xbox, all the platforms. It came out last fall. And it's a really interesting take on Lego because it is the one game that really gives you a chance to build with the bricks in the game the way you do in the real world. So it's not like the Lego uh, Star Wars games where you kind of hold down a button and the building just kind of happens. In Bricktails, you actually need to rotate the environments around. You need to make the selections of the right bricks. You need to place them properly. And so it's a puzzle game at heart. Your challenge throughout the game is to assemble the bricks that are available to you and make your way through the different puzzles. It's now available on Android and iOS, and the variety of biomes you get to explore are really interesting, and they're rendered beautifully. But I really struggled with the touch controls because you don't have a game. Well, you could actually play it with a game controller. Most people, when they're playing a mobile game, are going to use the touch controls. And it's really hard to rotate objects and precisely place bricks where they need to go when you're on a handset, a smartphone screen. And it might be a little easier for the fluid and perceptive brains of youngsters, but I really struggled. And so I like Lego Brick Tales on console with a great big screen and a controller. I liked it less so on my mobile device. Um, Is this Lego fighting for that piece of Minecraft, which is basically the new version of Lego, the digital version of Lego? Are they trying to fight for their piece still with that? Yeah, I I think that's what Bricktails was trying to do, um, but in its own way, because the Lego games have always told stories. They haven't been just sort of open sandboxes lego does have an open sandbox type game i don't really know if it's being supported these days it was out a couple of years ago um but no lego is trying to carve out its own space with that sort of charming um irreverent mood and tone that you get from the lego star wars games and the other lego variants right the fun little playful ones. I mean, but there's a storyline to those ones, right? That's always the catch is that Star Wars has a built-in storyline. Lego's kind of blank. Well, but Brick Tales has a story. They've created a story in it. And so you're actually helping your inventor uncle try and solve some puzzles. So there is a story nice. that anchors Brick Tales. Okay, cool. All right, there you go. Solocore.com, Blaine Kylo, Call of Duty. Yeah, we've talked about some of the board games that have come to the screen, like Catan and Clue coming to your video game consoles. Last week, Call of Duty, the board game, was announced. So the developers at Arcane Wonders, who are developers of board games, uh, have promised that they're going to take the strategy, tactical planning, and combat from the Call of Duty video games and create an immersive gaming experience that you can play on your tabletop. Um, And they say they're going to use iconic maps from the games too. So this is something that's being kickstarted, but I thought uh, it was an interesting switch from what we've seen recently 
a video game becoming a board game yeah. as opposed to the other way. Kind of backwards, huh? That's neat. Maybe we're kicking it old school, doing the OG thing. I like this idea. Well, the, the board games, board games and tabletops, very popular. So really? it doesn't surprise me that the franchises are trying to leverage that. Nice. Uh, Solocore.com for Blaine Kylo. Let's switch gears into technology. Phones. Um, I do. I did pick up a Samsung phone. I'm using it for the business only, but um, still not very good with it because the gestures are so different. I'm still an Apple guy, but I'm 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 curious. I'm I'm. I'm curious about what's going on in that world of not Apple. Well, the Google devices that were announced on Wednesday at Google I.O., which is the company's annual showcase of software and hardware, um, include the 7A, the Pixel 7A, which is this sort of slimmed down version of the Pixel 7 premium handset. 7A comes in at $599 Canadian but it includes premium handset features that you would get with the fancier ones like facial recognition and wireless charging. So you're getting some of the same functionality, but without the premium handset cost. $600 for a full featured handset is a pretty good deal. That's what the Pixel 7a gives you. Um, Google also announced the Pixel Fold smartphone now, this is a folding handset. The only other company really trying to do things with folding phones is Samsung. Um, the Pixel Fold is going to cost 1800 American. It's not actually being released in Canada yet. So as interesting as it may be, we won't be finding it north of the 49th. Um, Google also announced, finally, the Pixel Tablet, which is something that they've been promising for a while. $699, this comes in at. It's 11-inch tablet. Google doesn't even try and tell you that this is designed for productivity. This is for entertainment and gaming. That's what it's designed for. And the Pixel Tablet comes with a charging speaker dock, which effectively turns your tablet into like a Nest Hub that you might have in your living room or your kitchen. So you've kind of got a Nest Hub and you can take the tablet off it and use it as a tablet if you want the Pixel Tablet kind of doing double duty that way. That's kind of cool. I, the flip for the novelty of the flip phone, actually, because that's what I have is a Z Fold flip. Um, and it's uh, it's a bit of a pain in the butt to open and close it because it's not like it used to be with the old ones, the old plastic ones where you just kind of flip it with your thumb. You can't do that with these phones. You have to open it with two hands. So it's it's a little more cumbersome. Yeah, it's different when the f you're folding a screen as opposed to just folding the piece of plastic. Yeah, uh, it but makes cool, a big though. difference. It is yep. neat. The seam, the seam for the screen is is well seamless. <laughs> um, what do you got good. here? Paper, paper light, because you you went from video games becoming board games, and now you've got technology uh, becoming more like paper in our paperless society. Would uh, forgive my <laughs> disdain for the irony here. Well, it, this is actually a really interesting solution. It's not going to be for everybody, but there are lots of people out there who draw and make art on their iPads. And one of the things that maybe they're missing if they're used to drawing and sketching on uh, a sketchbook is the textural sensations that you get when you're drawing on paper. Paper-like gives you that experience on your iPad. So these are sheets that have what are called nanodots in them. And they're like microbeads in the material. So they are screen protectors, but they also... The microbeads make the Apple Pencil vibrate 
And so what it does is it simulates the feeling of a pencil on paper when you're using your iPad. And so it can make the experience of drawing on an iPad much more like you're drawing on paper. Um, the nano dots have a secondary effect because they actually also align light waves that come off the surface of the iPad. So they also reduce glare without compromising your view like some other screen protectors that try and reduce glare do. Uh, that must feel good for those people. You know, I, I always think of the people who like to sketch with a pencil and that feeling of the friction is, is part of the magic to it. My 16-year-old really likes to draw on the iPad and she really took to this because it, it, it feels like being on paper. It feels like a sketch pad, but you cool. have all of the tools that the iPad drawing will give you the different brushes, the ability to um, blend really easily, and then all of those other digital tools that come as a part of drawing on an iPad. Blaine Kylo, solocore.com. Thanks for being here, brother. Great stuff. Thank you. We'll see you next week.